Hey, Mugwarts. Welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. Hey, Erica. Howdy. How's it going? I love that you're in a mood tonight. (laughs) I am a little bit. Yeah. I can't tell which way I'm going. (laughs) Dally's like, I don't like the Sabbaths. I'm coming. I've got a lot of spice tonight. (laughs) A lot of sass. A little bit. I don't know. I'm just in a mood. And then did you ask me if I was having a hot flash? (laughs) I did. (laughs) It was really cold at your house the other night it was funny oh, oh. Like, Tom's like is it like 65 degrees in here you're like you're like yeah <laughs> having a hot flash like it's perfect leave it alone <laughs> I'll have the I'll sneak over and crack the window at night for it to mm-hmm. be nice and cold and it's like you know 20 degrees outside the rest of us are like frostbitten and our like toes and fingers are all black and you're just like ah what a comfortable time I'm so comfortable right now <laughs> pretty much yay 40s wow maybe saint bridget has something to do with the fire inside Ooh. maybe that's why maybe that's why you don't like <laughs> this sabbath because you're just like you have brought on this fire and hot flashness yeah I hate it well and if she's all about fire I'm like oof that is the last thing I need yeah well she's fire and water so she balances That's so true. good point good point sorry diving into things how is everybody good doing hard. I hope we're all surviving this god-awful year that has already started <laughs> 24 days in we're recording this on the 24th yeah so um but we hope that this will find you well just in time for our topic today which is in bulk so the sabbat the next sabbat uh we're this is our last one and then thank fucking god (laughs) done it's been interesting at least finding out about the history of stuff but i do agree that they're all about like fertility and like abundance which i'm like can we get something new here but so okay um, if we're gonna just dive right in let's just i'm gonna go with my my little rant uh one ranted away i'm ranting we didn't even get into witchy woos or anything we'll end on that so um we'll bring it back up after a bitch fest something positive i i appreciate them i think i'm just gonna stick with my favorites and let the rest go because i'm really tired of the whole cis normative topics and it's all fertility and i know that that could be taken 
many ways, like abundance can be taken in that same way and fertility and growth can be plants and, and other things. Um, but as much as I love being a female and a woman and I am cisgendered and I am, you know, normal white, not normal. I didn't mean it like that, but I mean like just your average white stereotypical. Yeah, Yeah. That's what I mean by normal. And, um, it's, it's annoying even to me who is kind of that person. Um, I don't know, but I, I don't have kids. So maybe that's where I'm a little like, ah. Christ, you know, I don't You have kids. Oh, oh, oh shit. You're right. Oscar. <laughs> I have four. Do I need to come pick you up from your house? <laughs> I didn't. You... Let me correct myself. I didn't birth any babies. So I just feel like for people who um, are having fertility issues or, you know, anything like that, that these are just really kind of antiquated. And before this podcast, I tried looking up a modern version that includes um, the LGBTQ plus community and things like that. And they're just, they kind of have to work around it, or at least I didn't dive super deep. So um, that's something to get into maybe later, but uh, I am just kind of tired of, of it. Like, like the, yeah, I can see that. Like the traditional, like, uh, perspectives of it all. And just like how maybe that vault that could lead into. So Tally and I are curious what you guys have to say and fun thing that Tally told me about that I didn't either forgot or didn't know um you if it's a minute long you can go on to anchor and we want to know your questions and so you can like record your question in your own voice and we can put that on the podcast and then answer it so Mm -hmm. are the I guess my question to our mugworts is are there ways in which you have like elevated or changed like do, do you celebrate the Sabbaths? And if you do, do you celebrate them in a newer way? Like, do you, have you created a ritual or a perspective on them that have like obviously changed with the times? Yeah, basically. it's not traditional. Yeah, like keeping tradition in like an aspect, but like elevating it, I guess, like sure, elevating it to the point where it's inclusive and um, like made for everybody. Cause like, I, I get it like in the sense of, I've talked to a, a friend of mine a while ago of, of just when you're a woman and especially say, even if you're not battling fertility issues, people just expect you to like birth children and they're like, well, it'll change when like your opinion will change when it's your own or like, Oh, never say never. Like you still got time. And I'm like, don't want to be fucking 40 chasing a toddler. And some like, like Tally and I are very much in the same boat that like, we, we didn't want children. Like, but it's not, we, something that interested us. So, uh, we didn't go down that road. 
So, but that does not make you any less of a woman right. or of a human. Right. You chose that. Like, and so it was really irritating when people are like, oh, just wait till you're 35 and a switch will flip. I'm like, I haven't liked kids since forever (laughs) so I don't think it hasn't changed at 33 it's not going to change at 34 and I'm pretty sure it's not going to change at 35 so I uh (laughs) I dated this guy I wonder if he listens (laughs) that'd be hilarious because he would know it was him uh he was 10 years younger than me at the time so I was 34 and he was 24 and uh we were really pretty serious. Now looking back, it's kind of funny to me. Um, and I remember he said something, it was something about kids and that I didn't really want them. And what, you know, what did he think about that? Because he was young and, um, quote unquote mature for his age. But (laughs) he said to me, that he wouldn't want children with me because I'm already in that geriatric stage of, um, yeah, like my uterus is already geriatric. I'm eye rolling so hard over here. Uh, I did too. It, it, it didn't, that comment didn't land well. And, uh, yeah, we weren't together long after that, but, um, he also told me if I wore like prints, like dress prints or, you know, shirts and things like that, that it clashed with my tattoos. That guy can fuck straight off. (laughs) Well, and he did, but anyway, so yeah, so I was geriatric at 34, according to him and I'm sure many people, but to me, that's, I mean, that's when people are having a lot of, a lot of people these days are having, I mean, a little later. Times have changed and yeah, it's higher risk or whatever. But yeah, I'm like, even say at 34, it's a higher risk. That's kind of, you know, my age still implies the same, right? right. And it just sucks because a lot of people are just like, they don't know what's going on in your life. You could be trying for children and like be like having issues, like having trouble conceiving. So it's none of anybody's damn business. And basically, if you don't want kids, you're still a powerful woman. Exactly. So, but so yeah, we can't have kids. You're still a powerful woman. Exactly. (laughs) Um, so yeah, but let us know, like go, we'll post a link. Um, so you guys can record your anchor. Yeah. Questions. Sorry. Or your answers. I guess your answers. My, I read you the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll post a link to the anchor. So my, yeah, our question to you is, do you celebrate the Sabbaths? And if you do, do you celebrate them in an elevated way in which like it includes what Tally's talking about, like LGBTQIA or like anything like that um, has kind of sped it up and isn't so antiquated. So and I'd be really it, curious. If it's um, over a minute, you can always email it to us and then we'll just read it on yes. air. Uh, and you can find us at our email is wormwood and witches at gmail.com correct and so. if you do go to the you could just go to the anchor website and find us there and the prompt should come up with um a statement or question or whatever yeah you want to do 
or just you know record saying that you hate us and <laughs> no. we put that on air but we'll also just roast we'll make fun of you if you do yeah. that so but, and cry uh, at the same time <laughs> and tally and i are still getting together our february month-long um challenge of working on our shadow work um tally's waiting for her book to come in the mail and uh i've been doing a little bit more research on shadow work and stuff like that so we hope that you found some resources in that podcast and so we hope that you'll join us for the month of february as we dive deep into ourselves and figure shit out and tally and i both made a mugwort tincture which we'll post on how to make if you're interested in that um Mm -hmm. since that is going to be like an herbal ally for us yes exactly and then do you want to tell them about our also tally and i had like a brainstorming like I don't cyclone last night rapid fire brainstorming we got to see each other which is kind of my witchy woo I got to see you in person it was super fun yesterday it definitely brought me out of my funk yeah yeah and thank you we dressed up which was fun stayed in I can love those skirts (laughs) I can't get over those skirts and (laughs) I'll have to record for you all so like tally trying to walk around the house in the skirt like this is like you remind me of like Win- Winifred Sanderson and she's just oh, yeah. like when they're like ah, ah. <laughs> I mean I was gonna break my face if I didn't lift the skirt up that was funny inevitable <laughs> uh and we got to record with the Ouija board and Midnight Margs gals yes it was such a good conversation too it was and we're gonna have to have them on yeah so yeah yeah so look for that um probably in the next two weeks I'm guessing Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was good they called us a a sister pod and we appreciate that because we think the same of them because we love Cheyenne and Shale yeah yeah it was really good and we have a lot of very uh similar paths and um yeah so it was just kind of really fun to talk to them they kept us in line they did <laughs> so that was like our own pod <laughs> we're like where are we what are we doing what, what <laughs> yeah yeah so that was good i think that was my whole witchy woo actually my witchy woo um is that my puccini my doggo is eating so, oh, good. uh, he fell down the stairs, uh, for those who not many, not anybody would know this. He fell down the stairs, just a couple of stairs and hurt his hips. And then the, he's like going to be 14 soon in May and has cancer and has had cancer for the past two years. So it's been a long road. And I was like, the shittiness of last week I was like I cannot handle watching you go downhill and so like seeing him when he's like all sad and then he was on um some medication that kind of like zonks him out makes him look super sad like I was just like I can't handle this but today he I got home from work he's all happy he's wagging his tail he's getting up and eating and I was just like yes Oh, good. That so. is a good witchy woo. I'm, I'm happy that he's yeah. kind of back to normal. Thank you. Me too. He's on the, he's on the mend. So yeah. 
But uh, so did you want to explain our contest too that we we're going to hmm, uh, yeah. launch at some point soon? Yeah, we really want to hear your stories. So what we've decided, and maybe because we spitballed a lot last night, so I might have it wrong. <laughs> because there were like 10, I'll confirm if it's right or wrong. 10 different ideas. There was a lot of wine too involved. So there was, there was a bot. We shared a bottle. It was fine. I probably had a little more than you did, but we decided because we really do want to hear your stories that we want you that we're going to make it a contest and a giveaway. So mm -hmm. You are going to, let's see if this is correct. You're going to send us, you are going to send us <laughs> your stories and they don't always have, they could be spooky no matter, you know, what, whatever it was, aliens or ghosts or mm -hmm. I don't, something creepy in the woods that you never figured out, whatever, whatever that was creepy to you, send it in and we're going to pick, I don't know, five people maybe. Mm -hmm. 10, we haven't figured that part out yet and have you record it mm -hmm. on the pod. Yeah. So we'll set up, like, we'll figure out how to set up like the zoom meeting and stuff like that. And we'll record you telling us your story, uh, because usually it always comes out best from now calling you guys horses, but from the horse's mouth, because you have that inflection, that feeling you were there. And so, um, we were going to pick probably the, the top couple of stories, like three to five stories. Um, and we'll, we'll record with you guys. And then your voice gets to be on the pod. So that's pretty exciting. I think that's exciting. I, like I was it. always forever trying to get on Namaste and Rose. So <laughs> We're like, mm, maybe later, <laughs> maybe you're like, yeah, one day. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take tally and we're going to start our own podcast. There we go. So. <laughs> yeah. So again, email them to wormwood and witches at Gmail and send us your stories and we will pick the top. However many we decide and mm -hmm. we will also have that up on our Instagram and Facebook page. So uh, you can remember all that and, and it might reach, you know, different audiences for people who may not listen to us, but follow our Instagram account. Yeah. And maybe there will be a fun giveaway along with like the top, the top story that we chose. So, but yeah, um, for sure, uh, there was something I was like, what was I going to say? I don't know. It left my brain, my brain, my brain, your brain, your brain, my brain, my Anything brain about the contest. Oh yeah. So we'll post it onto our Instagram. So yeah. if you're not following us, follow us at wormwood and witches, you'll see a post about it. It'll be a really creepy picture. I'm very excited about it. It looks so good. <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> it's really great. It's classic, like horror film to me. So. It is. It is. So you guys have like a lot of stuff to think about, I feel like as listeners. So, yeah. so your shit. yeah. So we did our witchy woos. So are we ready to get into today's topic? Yeah, we are ready to get into it. And I think I'm going to go first. Oh yeah. We're switching it up on you guys. Switching so. it up. So we're going to talk about rituals and 
crystals and herbs for in bulk. And then Eric is going to discuss some history behind it. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is a great time for planting seeds and depending, <clears throat> excuse me, depending on where you live, you can uh, just start them indoors. Like where we are, we would have to start that indoors. Um, but if maybe you live in a Southern climate or tropical climate and you can have your seeds outdoors. And have you figured them. out, sorry, have you figured out what you're planting this year? Um, no, it's, it's interesting because I bought a whole bunch of plants during the ritual craft plant sale mm -hmm. and they even kind of had another one a few months later, or it was like, in it the, was like bulbs and annuals. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where they went. I blame Tom because he takes things of mine and then moves them and then doesn't, but didn't take a inventory in his head. Oh no. But I think it's in the Harry Potter closet of the abyss. That's gotta be where they are. Where your ghost lives. Yeah. And I don't go in there often. So, um, for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's gotta be in there because there's no other place for them. So I never got to plant them. I think I could still plant them now. It's mm -hmm. been so warm. I don't know. Um, as long as your ground is like workable frozen. Yeah. yeah and it would be out front where it's south facing so it's always warm start planting your seeds start thinking about your garden things like that I do have a lot of datura yes. uh so if if anybody wants any I will give you the seeds for that um I might take some are you gonna try and make flower essence from them since we had talked about it on our last pod with shadow work hmm. maybe well it, it would they have to bloom first not mm -hmm. with the seeds. So may, I'm maybe I'm still kind of yeah. scared, but maybe by that time I won't be intimidated by it. And yeah. I definitely don't want to walk into, um, doing something like that and feeling intimidated by Yeah. Them. Very understandable. Yeah. So maybe by that time I can muster up the courage to do something like that. Well, you looked great when you were making the mugwort tincture. She was like sterilizing the crap out of everything. And I was like, man, this looks great. I'm very excited about this. That I can handle, but you know. Please. Callie and I are going to go on a journey. <laughs> It'll be fun. Hey, you know, there are medicinal properties to it too. So there's, um, it's really good for digestion, digestion and uh, cramps. So oh. talk about fertility. It'll help with your cramps. So thinking about seeds, think, thinking yeah. about planting and. Yep. That's definitely, this is the time of time to do it. Start doing that. Um, also, I don't know if you've ever heard of this or if you're going to discuss it later, but oat cakes. Huh? No. So it's traditionally kind of like a bread, but. Uh, so obviously made with oats is going to be really oat heavy. Uh, and it kind of looked like a little, a thick, like maybe like, uh, the thickness of Melba toast or so like a little thicker than a cracker, but thinner than bread and mm. cut small, like a cracker. Uh, you can eat it with soup and sandwiches and things like that. But I also saw recipes where you can make it sweet. So adding 
obviously to make it sweet, you add sugar and uh, some cinnamon and things like that. Otherwise it's kind huh. of fairly bland, like just your basic oats and flour, water, baking soda kind of thing. Salt. Sounds really interesting. I'll have to look yeah. this up. Yeah. And there were different varieties. There was an Irish version and a Scottish version. So kind of different, same, same, but different. Cool. I like That's awesome. Food. Yeah. Making They're... me hungry. <laughs> Even though I just ate. I know. I was like, didn't you just eat? Enchiladas. But you know what? Maybe some oat cakes. Well, is it like lembas bread? Maybe. Yeah. It seems really dense. One small bite can hold you over. I think so. That's kind of what it uh, gave gave off those kind of vibes to me. Because it or, was really small. Like, um, vibes. <laughs> like, uh, like a like a large cracker or something, not the size of bread, but kind of more like a cracker size. Oh, cool. Yeah. So also brooms are really great (gasps) symbols for in bulk. We should make brooms. I know. I would love to make a broom. I would like to do that and go forage uh, some sort of reeds and sticks Mm -hmm. and right now would probably be a really good time to do that since things are on the drier side. Yeah. yeah, I haven't bloomed or anything yet. Yeah. They're everything's sleeping. So obviously brooms or besoms uh, sweep out old energy. So I like to think of spring cleaning. You can also add bells to your broom during this time, Mm. just to sweep that shit right out of your house. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, also make a corn dolly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah. Um, so traditionally it's made with oats or wheat. I've seen them made with corn husks. And actually I used to have one from my mom's side of the family. And now I'm like, Hmm, now I know where I get my witchiness from. (laughs) So you could also, if you still have you know, the old, uh, not old, but the dried corn and corn husks from like Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you could use the husks from that. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can also make a bed for the doll oh. or in bulk as well and keep it warm. If you have like a little candle by the fire since that's adorable. I know. I thought about that. I was like, that's kind of, nope. I think it's cute. I wasn't, I wasn't into it until I kind of saw some photos and was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of (laughs) cute. Yeah. I think depending on what your doll, what you make your doll look like. Right. Right. The aspect here. Yeah. If it's like Chucky, no, thanks. (laughs) I mean, if that's what you want your in bulk doll to look like, no judgment. Very true. I would have a little Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I know. thinking that why don't you dress up freddy krueger in some corn husks oh my god yeah for him (laughs) i think that would be perfect so gonna do that now yeah yeah uh also (laughs) i i hope you do i really am gonna do this now i know you will i will eat tamales and use the corn husks there you go oh man that would be perfect uh there's also the off-centered cross made from straw or reeds. 
-hmm. You can even uh, use construction paper if you can't find any or don't have any available to you in the outdoors. I've also read, um, because it's the St. Bridget's cross that you're talking about. Um, Yes. I also read that like straws, something about straws, when you like, if you Google like how to make a St. Bridget's cross. um, Oh, like plastic straws? I thought so. Like they were talking about like, or maybe reusable, I don't know, but, or not reusable, but like paper straws or something like that. So um, mm-hmm. I think it was paper straws, but if you Google St. Bridget, like how to make a St. Bridget's cross, it'll, it'll talk about that too. Like what you can get from Michael's and whatnot. So kind of cool because then you could even paint the straw or use turmeric. So it's mm-hmm. more of a natural color dye. Yeah. Or even like yeah. chlorophyll for green since spring is kind of in the air. I was going to try and see if some of my, um, I think it's called oat grass that I have out front that is like a ornamental grass that I was going to yeah. try and like make across from that just to see if I could do it. I bet you could. We'll see how crafty I am. Usually I'm not, these hands aren't crafty. So, you know what you could use yucca. So if you, um, yeah, like yucca leaves. Yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah. could definitely use yucca and make one. And we have a lot of that out in Colorado. Yeah. They're very pretty. So, but I'm biased. I'm biased because it's a desert plant. Right. Sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, so other symbols and things will be white flowers like daffodils, but even other spring bulbs and those pastel colors mm-hmm. that are starting to maybe peak up, not quite yet over here. That's not going to happen until March. And then we'll, at the earliest, yeah. Then we'll have a big snowstorm and they'll all die. So that's always fun. Unless if all the crazies like us go out and cover them because we're like, no. I know they just get, they just like come out. Yay. And then yeah, two feet of snow. Another one, which is really cool is a candle wheel. So you can initially make a floral crown and don't put candles on top of your head, please. And then when you're done wearing it, if you're like dancing around a fire and feeling super witchy about it, uh, you can put it on your altar and then add these candles around it. So you could use, you can make your own beeswax. Uh, it's like the round taper candles. You could not be that creative if you don't want to and just get little tea lights or candles around your house. There's usually yep. five or six candles. Makes me think of our uh, mullein torches too that we've made in the past for. Yeah. So. That would be- Which if you want to do that, there's tutorials on our Instagram. F- Flying the Hedge has a great DIY for making a candle wheel. Oh. And that's uh, just online. That sounds super fun. And mm-hmm. also, I will say, thinking about a crown with like foliage and candles sounds super dope, though. Uh, so, and this also goes along with uh, fire festival things like that for in bulk, you can have a bonfire or a fireplace, or again, the candles. And this is where the candle wheel will come in handy. If you don't have 
means to make a fire outside or have a fireplace. Um, if you do, like I have a chiminea outside and still have some plant matter uh, from Yule that I will put that inside my chiminea. Mm, nice. Yeah. yeah. And so if you have anything like that, that's left over from Yule, which some people might, uh, any of that plant matter, that's just a great way to get rid of that part of your Sabbath and push it into the next one and release it all. This is also a good time to create an intention for something new that you want to also, you know, kind of like a, uh, new year's manifestation mm-hmm. still in January and new year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> Comes out in February, the beginning of February. So we're still in that beginning stages of the year, uh, mm-hmm. writing down something that you would like to manifest for the year. And you can watch that shit burn baby. And hopefully it comes into fruition. Ooh, I might do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and again, that could be either in your fireplace or an outdoor fire or your candle. If you're nice. going to do it inside with a candle, I would probably take it over to the sink just in case. Yeah. Or have like a bowl, a high, like a bowl, uh, bowl with like high sides or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can burn it safely in. So, yeah. So there's also a few herbs, uh, ginger for that fire and clove and rosemary. So you can do essential oils with those. You can also add cypress oil. Or uh, if you want to use the actual plant matter, ginger, clove, and rosemary is pretty easy to find at just a grocery store. And to replace the cypress oil, you can use lemon and pine. Ooh. So if you're wanting to make this into an oil that you use in the bathtub or just on your body, or maybe you're anointing a candle, you can let that sit for several weeks to infuse. Mm -hmm. And the longer you let it sit, the more. Um, you know, if you let it sit for like six weeks, obviously that's going to be past in bulk, but, um, it'll have a stronger scent. You can also just add those things to your bath right away. You can, uh, just put all of those ingredients in water and let it kind of simmer over the stove. Ooh, nice. Right. And of course, you know, the gingers activating that heat and the rosemary is helping with that ancestral work. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then the lemon and pine is bringing in the earth and health and healing things like that. Colors are white pastels, light greens, things like that, which makes sense kind of coming into that, those spring colors, Mm -hmm. um, same with the flowers that are associated with those colors that come up this time of year. And lastly, we have a few crystals. Amethyst. Ooh, I'm always excited about this part. I, I love that. Yeah. Amethyst is definitely a go-to for in bulk. It's uh, not only the birthstone for February, so that makes sense, but it is great for new ideas. If you are afraid of change, it'll help you. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, I am definitely one of those people. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, we have our amethyst wands. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that would be good to use for this, especially 
when you're writing down your intention, you can have that crystal. You can even, you know, maybe make a, an imaginary sigil over your intention with the amethyst. It makes me just want to like lay down with the amethyst wand on my heart. Yeah. Hey, that's what it's calling to you. Then you should do it. I think I might. (laughs) Tell us how it goes. Uh, Bloodstone is good for health and healing. Garnet is, will connect with the fire energy of Imbolc and it cleanses and energizes the chakras. And it is a regeneration of the spirit. I guess that makes sense with like Garnet, like when we're thinking about red and Muladhara and like the root chakra, like growing from the base up. Right. So you're going that way. So towards your, you know, third eye and crown chakra, which is like enlightenment. So, yeah, absolutely. And the last one is turquoise, which is associated with wisdom, tranquility, and hope. Hell yeah. Yeah. The stones. Yeah. Not just because it's made in Southwestern jewelry. (laughs) It is pretty though. I really, I like it. I like the um, green turquoise. Mm -hmm. That's really gorgeous. I love Bisbee turquoise, but it's that mine is now kaput. It's been done for a really long time. So it's really pretty. If you've, I highly suggest you all of you uh, Google Bisbee turquoise. So sounds great yeah well we'll take a quick break and then yes we'll start yay all right erica take it away (laughs) Woo! all right so uh as tally said uh we're doing in bulk and so that is also known as uh olmec which is, I feel bad with like my, uh, Irish, like Gaelic pronunciations. Um, so in bulk actually translates to, uh, in the belly and Olmec, uh, translates to use milk. So mm-hmm. use are what baby lambs, right? Yeah. Little so. baby lambs. Cow. No, those no. would be cows. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, they're baby Vegetarian lambs. here. Um, so Imbolc, uh, surrounds itself around Brigid, um, and in Catholicism and I, I guess more, uh, Christianity, St. Brigid, uh, but we're going to just be talking about Brigid as a holistic, uh, goddess in this sense of regardless of whether it's Christianity or, uh, Celtic or whatever, um, So she is the goddess of poetry and learning of kind of specific guilds. So she has like a lot of um, uh, metal smithing related uh, connotations to her. So uh, she's, yeah. So uh, kind of like using fire, like I said, because she is represented by fire and water, Um, like the, the fire to guild and make swords um and creating that inspiration so like fire also the 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 spark of creation and um curiosity 
and so on and so forth. So she is also wide, uh, widely spread um, as far as like worship and isn't really like surprisingly bound by ge- geographical um, areas in Ireland and, and the surrounding area. So that's pretty surprising that she's pretty widely uh, worshipped. <clears throat> So the Celtic roots of bridge means exalted or like so highly ranked or elevated. She's a very powerful goddess, um, full of strength. And actually her mother was half giant and half God, supposedly. Yeah. I, once I read that, I was like, hell yes. Um, she's actually worshiped in Southeast Ireland, um, in the sense that she, there's usually like an all female priesthood that, um, celebrates her, I guess. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, it just made me think of like witches, you know, around Mm -hmm. a bonfire. And I was like, hell yeah. Like rock on. (laughs) I don't know. Rock on. on. Uh, what else do I have? Um, so legend says that she was born at sunrise and was, I thought this was really funny. <laughs> I'm going to let you drink your wine because I don't want you to spit it out. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, legend says that she was born at sunrise and was so pure woman that she gouged her own eyes out in protest of in her impending marriage. Uh, like her, she was, uh, betrothed to somebody and she's like i'd rather fucking gouge my own goddamn eyes out and become a nun instead before being married to somebody so talking about like the set like you know going against the status quo all right maybe i'm liking this one (laughs) um and supposedly as far as like the the more the saint bridget like christian faith she was apparently either the midwife or like friends of mm-hmm. the virgin mary and whatever they do in the bible on that i don't know but supposedly but right. but as far as uh the more celtic version uh in bulk starts on the eve of january 31st and we go to february 2nd and um, there's major associations of, of worship for her. So there's, like I said, fire and water. So uh, the fast growing of new life in the womb and the lactation of ewes. Um, there's fire represents uh, the midpoint kind of between the winter solstice and now the spring equinox is what that represents. So we're letting, as Tally kind of said in previous uh, podcasts, uh, light back into our realm. Um, and so as Tally also said, we can celebrate this by lighting candles, just showing the growth of light and purification. And again, that spark of inspiration. Um, and as I said before, Bridget is also the patroness of Smith crafting. So like, uh, metal smithing and using, uh, things that fire forges, Maybe take a, a, a little metal smithing class. Like Dude, that would be a, dope. Yeah. Like, make a little I, wire ring kind of thing. Or I, I did that a couple months ago, actually, from this person I follow on Instagram. And she oh, was doing cool. a, a class and uh, made a like copper wire. And then she did some um, 
quick little metal things that you could do that were really easy that you could just do from the house without having major tools or anything like that. But that would be a really cool out yeah. of the box ritual to do, to go take a, like a, a class and make a ring for that day. Or yeah. Something. And when Dan and I, we went to New Zealand because we're giant nerds. If you haven't figured this out with my previous Lord of the Rings reference, uh, Christ nerds whatever (laughs) tom doesn't even know the difference between lord of the rings and harry potter so he's like borderline half dead to me (laughs) um but we when we were down in new zealand we were talking about doing this like you could do this like metal smithing class where you can make like a little dagger like a little knife Mm, and like i feel like that would be cool to like if you want to like a ritual cutting knife, you know, for your herbs or whatever, or chopping things like too, like That's stepping it up a notch further. Like you could make jewelry, you could make knives, make you could knife. make make a motherfucking knife. <laughs> yeah, you could make a sword. Who knows? What chainmail? Whatever. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, um, but she's also represented by water, which is great historically processions were made to uh there are several sacred wells um that are associated with Bridget and they would adorn them with greenery uh that was available to them around the well and they would do so as we have talked about with Lizzie I believe um with in kitchen witchery uh in a clockwise fashion so clockwise we're bringing things into like what what do we want to draw towards ourselves versus counterclockwise if we're trying to dispel things so clockwise they would decorate the wells to bring uh good luck essentially like bring that into their lives um bridget is also known as a healer and uh that connection is again also represented by water um Again, uh, harking back to like the the livestock and the ewes and everything, um, this is usually represented as like dairy in a lot of feasts of like mm-hmm. your milk, your butter, etc. Um, and so, and again, because lambing would be happening at this time, that sometimes lamb would be eaten in the feasts. So, um, and then. I forgot to mention also harking back to the water is water is like the representation of our intuitive selves, like connecting to ourselves and mental acuity. So like, uh, working with water during this time would be good to dive into our psychic ability. So kind of like connecting to our shadow work and our emotional stability. And then a thing that I found super interesting was, so we have Groundhog Day here in the good old USA. Uh, USA. Will the groundhog see his shadow? We don't know. But uh, (laughs) Poxitani. I always found this tradition really weird. And I was like, what the fuck? And so now this makes so much more sense. So Imbol mm. um, has a very similar tradition with the crone. That's uh, where they stole it. Uh, so crone Kaliach, if yeah. I'm doing my ha, good job. enough, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but so they, they said that during Imbolc, 
Um, if it's rainy and cloudy and that there's no kindling to burn. So that burning of the fire mm-hmm. spring will come sooner. However, if it's dry and there's an abundance of like things to burn and whatnot, uh, you can make that fire and winter will prolong to keep the cold away. So I thought that was really interesting that it's very, it, it's very similar to our groundhog's day. Like, will the groundhog see its chatter or not? So do you have enough kindling? Like, it's like a determination of whether winter is going to hang around for a lot longer than you want it to, or spring's going to be like, I'm here, bitches. Right. So, I do um, think we need winter because we really haven't had it and fires are scary right now. Fires are scary. And at least we're getting some moisture. A few more things that were really cool about uh, the traditional uh, practices of like celebrating Bridget and in bulk were strips of cloth or ribbons were left outside to catch the early morning dew. And since Bridget is a healer, they would be used to lay on like you would lay them on people's bodies, wherever their ailments were. And, um, they would supposedly cure whatever ailments you had. Um, and then as you talked about tally ashes from maybe, uh, your fire, whether it's from Yule or whatever ashes were, uh, spread upon the doorsteps on February Eve. And if the next day you woke up and, you know, walked outside and looked at those ashes on your front porch, uh, if there were footprints, uh, that meant that Bridget had visited you and that good fortune was was upon you. So kind of reminds me of like borderline Santa Claus, like mm-hmm. the eating of the cookies, like your parents, like going out and be like, all right, who's going to go put their, their feet in the ashes. Right. <laughs> why is a, why is Bridget like, you know, a size 10 in, <laughs> in men's shoes? <laughs> well, I mean, if one of her parents was a giant, it might that is, be far off. <laughs> that, that is very true. And then lastly, the, you were talking about the Bridget cross. So there are several variations of these. So you can either take some straw and braid it and make it into a circle, uh, which means protection. Or, um, if you Google a St. Bridget's cross, you'll see the four-way motif that is very common. Um, and that is apparently protective, a protective charm against fires. So maybe we need to be making these. Um, yeah. And then there's also one, uh, that you can make with two sticks and some ribbon. Uh, so kind of tying in the ribbon, but in a nutshell, yeah, very fast, like, um, history of in bulk, Olmec, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, and Bridget, the goddess that, she seems like a badass. She so. does. Well, and you can incorporate those ribbons on the doll or even on your mm-hmm. broom as well. I noticed yeah. uh, looking at some fla- uh, some pictures that they had those incorporated in as options, as well as flowers that symbolize nice. this time too. Um, really, really pretty. So, yeah, I mean, and, and even if you tied a few, like the garnet for healing and things like that, it, yeah, that, um, you could really, if, if you're really going through some shit that needs healing on some capacity, maybe that's helpful. 
going to need to find myself some garnet then. <laughs> yeah. So, but I really want to try like the, the circle of like the, the, the candles, Freddy Krueger husk doll. <laughs> the bed, make a bed for Freddy. Yeah. And try a St. Bridget's cross. We'll see. We'll see how ambitious I can be. It looks really neat. It looks really gorgeous with um, just reeds or something where mm-hmm. the way that it's braided in. Yeah. It'd be fun to try. It would be. So. It would. But yeah. yeah. What else? What else? I don't know. I feel like well, I had something to add, but I, oh. I don't know if I do anymore. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I take it back. Maybe I like this one. She seems like a pretty cool, uh, like, I don't know. I like how she's like, I'd rather gouge my eyes out than be told who to marry. And cause it was a, she was betrothed in the sense of like, you know, it was like an alliance, an alliance marriage. Oh. Um, and so she was well, like, that she was the now. so pure or whatever, like, come on. Yeah. If you decide to celebrate in bulk. Tag us, show us your photos, tag us because we want to see what you've done for in bulk. Yeah. Or if you make any of these things, if you make a doll, make the cross. Yeah. And in lieu of the dairy and et cetera, um, of like all the things that St. Bridget uh encompasses i made a new orleans well i made dan make (laughs) new orleans gin fizz it's basically like a gin fizz um but because dairy kind of upsets my stomach i kind of cheated with a a coconut cream but that was in lieu for the dairy uh to honor rigid um it was it was very like tropical it made me feel like sunshine was filling my body. <laughs> well, what was in it? Um, so you do gin, which is good for purification. And, um, there's some, it's or like an orange flower liqueur that you're supposed to do like a couple dashes, but I just damn yelled at me because, but he didn't yell, but he was just like, you don't have the right ingredients. Me, 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 me. I was just like, just use the orange bitters. That's fine. So uh, he's like, it calls for cream. I'm like, just use the coconut cream. Cause I don't really want an upset belly right. because of dairy. Right. If I have massive amounts of dairy. Um, so it's gin, there's some lemon and lime juice in there. Um, and then there's egg white. I use coconut cream. You can use regular cream. Um, and then that orange liqueur or if you're cheap like me and just do the bitters. And so you shake that. And then, so what you do is like, so after you shake it with the a white and like the coconut cream and yada, 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 you put it in a tall glass and then you put club soda in and like the, it, it reminds me of a souffle, the way that the egg white, like kind of rises up Mm because it's like, like nice peaks. Right. So it was very delicious. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't get behind the egg whites. I would like to try this with um, the alternative, which I believe is, I don't remember the technical 
name of aquafaba it. yes thank you chickpea flour or yeah. chickpea, chickpea juice <laughs> so so can i ask you what it is about egg whites that creep you up it's a mental thing it's what if you didn't know it was in there then i would probably be okay with it but you wouldn't be able to give that drink to me without me already knowing that it's in there it's really i'm trying to remember at golden moon distillery did you have the violet fizz i think i did reluctantly <laughs> reluctantly yeah i had one sucked it down was like okay that's enough oh man yeah the mouth feel of no. egg whites no thank you maybe i'll go make another gin fizz you no legit in honor of, of bridget but until then keep gazing into the future no keep gazing into <laughs> the unknown that's what it is <laughs> Woo! Bye, y'all. Bye.